Hello, everyone. Welcome to the episode six recap of Survivor Calgary. Brains versus Braun versus Belligerence. Kendall, how are you feeling after that app? It was an emotional one. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like there was uh, it was spicy. It was emotional. You know, it was uh, a whole range of um, a whole range of emotions in this one. Yeah. How about you? To some degree, I think we've kind of had this little mini arc of Bose just losing and getting <laughs> to the ground. And this is kind of, in some ways, the emotional conclusion of that. We see Malone finally taken out. We see Sydney survive all the way through these three tribal councils. And we see these, yeah. these, these three brains make it out together. Um, maybe a little bit exhausted, but still yeah. as tight as ever. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty impressive, honestly, that they have made it, that the three of them have made it as far as they have. But, you know, um, as somebody who would never, ever, ever get placed on the bronze team, I <laughs> it's like uh, it feels hard to see them win so, so consistent, you know, feels like they are, feels they like- are winning quite consistently. I know you were hoping yep. Connell would go out this week. We do see some, we do <laughs> yeah. see some talk go against him. Um, but we'll first maybe talk about some of these Boast Tribe dynamics before we even get into the challenge. Yeah. They're hopeful at this point. They're excited from an exciting tribal council. They're they're beaming. Keegan almost seems manic at a certain point. <laughs> Malone tells him something and he just breaks into laughter and starts dancing. Yeah. Um, certainly, certainly some some interesting emotions going from that and then to the low lows after the challenge. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this idea of, um, or, or this conversation, I guess, that Sydney, Kristen, and Taylor have directly after the vote, where Sydney is like, yeah, he told me that he was going to play this idol, and then he was going to save himself, and Willow was going home, and that I should vote Willow, and and all of the dynamics surrounding that. What did you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I think... Um... I think it was interesting. I feel like it probably fueled some of the dynamics that we saw at the tribal like later in the episode. Um, But I do think, I don't know if it was uh, like if Sydney thought about this as a strategic move and as like a way to earn favor with the, with the brains. But I do think that that, um, that like kind of spilling the tea about uh, what she knew about the about the vote and like what Malone had told her probably uh like earned her some favor I think with with Taylor and Kristen yeah especially Kristen we see a conversation later between the two of them where they discuss that conversation even a little bit more Mm -hmm. um I do think kind of if this episode and this kind of sub arc were to have a theme we have this kind of dichotomy between Sydney as this person who is seemingly trustworthy Mm -hmm. and Malone as this person who is seemingly skeeny or sneaky or, or working behind the scenes a little bit more to his own benefit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that that's like, what an enormous redemption for Sydney who, um, you know, like coming into this, coming into the swap and, and uh, like was viewed by the brains as the target because of the social game, because of the like strength of the brawn tribe so far. And so like, that's a huge, I think that's a huge redemption for Sydney's social very game. Little time. Yeah. It's a really quick, like in, well, as in, in the course of a day, right? Like a single day, Not an either. afternoon. Like, yeah. Halfway through the day yeah. in like three hours, she managed to 
take this tribe that was like, yeah, we need to vote on Sydney immediately. She's Braun strong. She's yeah. Braun all the way. She even told us this too. No, I think we can work with Sydney at the merge. It's important mm-hmm. that we keep her. And not only that, but that we keep her happy. For sure. For sure. And I mean, I think that Willow, uh, like Willow walked last episode so that Sydney could run in like, you know, uh, painting Malone as a snake. After that challenge, that conversation with Kristen, where they're just kind of divulging everything that Malone has been sneaky about, um, really kind of felt like the death knell, the death knell for me. Um, What did you think of that challenge? It was fun. I was like, I would be useless. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember the last time I did a plank, but, um, you know, some, some, you can do some traumatic flashbacks. I can do jumping. You're right. You're right. I could. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And I thought that like, yeah, my, my head immediately went to like, you know, I think that doing my, the wordle every day feels like kind of a useless, but like joyful thing that I do. But then I was like, this is a practical application of all that saw, wordling. I, Whoever's I been wordling. A wordle fiend. We saw Eric even shout it out here. Yes. Thanking his quirtle and his wordle skills for being able to, uh, to help the tribe in that challenge. And he, I think, made the winning guess and had a few guesses for the right letter. So props to him for that. Yeah. Very well done. Very well done on the challenge. Um, some other kind of interesting Latrans dynamics we can talk through. What do you think of this Latrans tribe so far? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's interesting how, like, I think it's wise that they have been um, not, it doesn't, or at least, like, we haven't seen them game too hard. And I think that, like, most of their team seems to be sitting, uh, like sitting pretty comfortably with their wins and not overthinking the social dynamics of like who's going to go if they don't have to, right? Um, when they don't when you say most rival. of the team, you mean six out of the seven are like, oh yeah, we're fine. <laughs> we're just hosting. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we have this built-in scapegoat with Katie. Here she yeah. is. She can go whenever we need her to go. But yeah. until then, and at the merge, uh, we like pretty. this six. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, well, is it even six? It's because because does Connell factor into that six? Four bronze and the two belligerents. Um, but yeah, right. Connell might potentially, like if they had to choose a sixth, yeah. probably Connell. Yeah. Hey, wait, I wanted to ask you about um, about what Chelsea and, um, oh my goodness. Eric. Why do I have, no, what Chelsea yeah. and Katie. Uh, Kayla said about like Katie not wanting to do girls. Alive. Yeah, so there was this conversation that I ended up cutting just because it was difficult to fit in and everything yeah. where um, almost as a way to placate Katie, um, Kayla and Chelsea are talking about this idea of a girl pact. Oh, you know what? Like the, we only have three girls in this tribe. We need to stay strong. We need to stay together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Katie is like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Which like fair. I fully get that, especially after season two, where it was four girls from the start all the way to the end. I totally but that worked for them. It, it did. For- yeah. It did, but I also get wanting to be original and not wanting to go down those same kind of tread gender pathways. Because um, there was there was a little bit of hostility towards that sort of gameplay on that season. And I get not wanting to push that, that boundary and that barrier. Um, but for Katie, I do kind of want to talk about this a little bit more. Yeah. Because Katie first... Oh, we, we see Connell talk to her and is like, yeah, are you still tight with the brains? And she's like, no. And we also see on this on this episode that she's not tight with anyone on this tribe, really. So currently going into the merge, 
according to Katie and according to the rest of her tribe, she has zero allies. She is fully running solo. How do you feel about this kind of position for a player going into a merge? I mean, I think that she has to know that the brains, like when the merge comes, that the brains will welcome her back with open arms, right? Because they're already down a player now. Um, and so they're down to, is it, they're down. So currently, I guess, I guess we can break down these numbers a little bit. Currently, we have five bronze still remaining in the game. The only brawn who's gone home is Greg. Right. We have two belligerents remaining in the game. That is Craig and Kayla. And we have four brain remaining in the game. That is Keegan, Kristen, Taylor, and Katie. Those are the four right. remaining brains. Now we do have next episode. We saw it on the, on the preview. Um, and just, just for some clarification for everyone watching too, this next episode, next Sunday, is actually only going to be a, a little mini half episode where we'll be entirely focused on the merge return. We will see the entirety of the merge return challenge, and we'll get to see who wins their way back into the game. The edge return. Yes, sorry, not merge return. <laughs> the edge return at the merge. Yes, there we go. Um, we'll get to see who wins their way back into the game of the, the people eliminated so far. Um, and we'll see kind of how they play into these dynamics. But right now with this five, four, and two, how do you kind of see this merge potentially playing out? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I do. I mean, I think that like brains working together and staying really uh, true to their original alliance like is, is working for them. And I think that um, I think that we're seeing a lot less fracturing. Like Keegan and Kristen and Taylor have voted consistently together. They have been on the same like regardless. I think we see a little bit more tension in this episode where, you know, Kristen says, all right, you want to see Malone like gone. I want to see or sorry, you want to see you want to keep Malone. I want to keep Sydney. So we see a little bit of tension, but they still vote together, right? Like they, do. they still they still end up they still they're like they're still working together and they I think they're playing the numbers game wisely. And so I think um it would only make sense for them to bring like to, to be stoked to have Katie back back on board. But of course, they're going to have to, they're going to have to, um, That's, if they if want they to Katie back in, it. That is still only five. Right. And so they're four. still yeah. going to have to. Only four because the husband yeah. and Katie. Yeah. Um, and so they're still going to have to win over somebody from belligerence or fracture brawn to get. I mean, that's still even a tie. They have to bring two over. Yeah. To, yeah. to beat out, to beat out brawn, um, yeah. theoretically. Um, I don't know. What do you you think is happening? Like, what do you... Speaking of that, kind of, um, we do see on this Latrans tribe, the six of them talk like, hey, I think this six is super strong. I think everyone on this tribe minus Katie, we can kind of push this into a merge. And they're already kind of plotting that, um, which seems like a strong position for them to go in. We see Craig kind of be the one to bring this up. We also see Craig talked about his chill. We see him making final two deals with everyone. What What do you think of Craig's gameplay so far? um in this game um yeah i mean i think that craig is on to something because we know that uh you know there's a very uh delicate balance to play in the social game in survivor where you want to be well liked and you want to be close to people um but also not so well liked that you are yeah totally yeah yeah and so i think that it's like um, you know, he's, I think the fact that people view him as chill and not like his social game is or like, he's doing it in a strategic way. Like that's a pretty good sweet spot to be in so far. I mean, I also think that, uh, 
making a bunch of final two deals has the potential to cause I mean, some- in fairness, one of his final two deals is gone. His very first <laughs> final two deal got right. put out this episode. Yeah. Which is an unfortunate place to be for him, potentially, though he does have that kind of built-in ally with Kayla as yeah. the only remaining member of his previous tribe. He's played the whole game with her. I'm sure they'll be closer uh, going into this merge. Yeah. Um, I do kind of want to talk about Bose's kind of decision-making process, where it really seems like it is Keegan and at some point Taylor pitching let's take out Sydney. We need to make sure that we're taking one away from this Braun tribe going into the merge. And Kristen really pitching, hey, we need to keep her. We need to get rid of Malone. He's not trustworthy. Do you think they re- they made the right decision? Would you have made the same made this, made the same decision? I don't know. I think it's really, like, I think that Malone is a really, a really capable player in in so many ways he's and i think the that player of the week like two three four times now or something yeah and he's been like he's been if he didn't win player we didn't if we did not bestow that honor upon him he was still like a candidate for sure right like i think he's a really capable player and i think that um despite the fact that he has lost like every challenge basically since being uh since since being in the game like he's a he knows what he's doing the idols like he, he's just he's a he's a really strong player and um clearly doesn't has not made any inroads in terms of like allegiances within the brains tribe right so i think that that's His closest ally at this point is keegan for sure and yeah. keegan is is the kind of player who's not gonna rock the boat to save someone if it's gonna risk his other alliances and his other relationships in the game yeah for sure and so i think that 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 is wise i do like I think that it's hard to know. I mean, I'm I'm worried about Braun. Like I think that they if they're able we're, to We know yeah. that you're not a Braun fan. <laughs> this is documented. You know what? It's just like I I feel like this is all the all the kids in gym class that were mean to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just like all of them together in one and then they just keep winning all these challenges, right? Like they're really doing like, and I mean, I know that it's not just Braun that's on that team. To some extent, like, not, not for this challenge as much, because I guess Craig and Katie sat out. But, like, Kayla and Katie were two of the strongest members of the Brain and Belligerence tribe when it comes yeah. to challenges. And they get swapped with all these really strong Braun people. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't want to, like, take all of the onus away from the Boast tribe for losing all these challenges. They were really close in a lot of them. Um, but that was a really strong tribe that they were up against just looking on paper at like how strong this tribe should be in challenges comparatively. Yeah, for sure. And Eric pulling through with the cordals, right? Like, you know, we got some depth here. We did a little, we did a little switcheroo between the first part of the season and the swap where at the first part of the season, Eric was retired meathead and we have switched, (laughs) we have switched his Chiron to aspiring Einstein as was his. Um, desire before the season even started. Um, so really kind of showing those brains on that tribe as well. Very good for from sure. him here. Yeah, early. and I did I did, uh, I did, did love that Connell guessed puddling um, as, a, as his first guess. <laughs> yeah, the- I mean, like how many words fit in that? I fully get it. Um, yeah. I do want to quickly pull up a, a comment from Keegan here. There was a lost conversation, and actually it wasn't lost. I just decided not to put it in this episode because it would have made it way too obvious who was going home here. Um, but it came down to me asking Taylor how much he's talked to Malone game-wise, and it was none before that tribal. So Taylor did not see a future with Malone in the game, um, which makes sense. You gotta, you've got to protect the alliances that you seem as um, most beneficial to you. 
Um, Taylor saw Malone as someone who wasn't close to him, saw Sydney maybe a little bit closer and decides to go with Kristen here. And then Keegan, Keegan swings with them and take sure. them. And I mean, I think it would have been a bad call for Keegan to push it. I, I think he probably found it, found it. I'm sure he found it, found a good sweet spot with that. Like I think him, um, being honest with Kristen and saying like, it's nice to have a shield, um, was, you know, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense to me, but I think if he had pushed that. Um, too far I think it would have brought his role as it, it, it hurts his relationships with Kristen yep. and with Taylor and those relationships are basically the only ones he has left in this game considering yeah. everyone else has either swapped away from him or has been voted out for sure for sure and it, it makes a lot of sense for him not to bite the hands that are feeding him so far and and you know like it makes sense for him to go with go with uh like trusting the folks that have that have pulled him through this far yeah. So before we bring in Malone and Kristen to talk about this episode, I do want to bring up a few quick things about that tribal council as well. Firstly, as an avid astrology person yeah. yourself, how yeah. did you feel about Malone and Sydney kind of syncing up on this Pisces gang um, and, and bonding over at least minimally their shared astrological sign? Um, I love it. I'm here for it. I think it's great. Uh, and again, like, you know, so much of this is about so much of survivors about this social and like any opportunity that you can find to find common. Yeah, I don't know, common, common, common ground, ground with people Absolutely. is like the way to do it. Right. And I think, um, I think the bringing the astrology stuff up can be like controversial and like in some circumstances, maybe there are folks who uh, would have felt differently about Sydney in that case. But, you know, I think that the like fun approach uh, that she brings to it makes it. Makes I fully it, agree. And, you know, I fully yeah. agree. I'd be all on board if, if Sydney and I shared an astrological sign, but we don't, that's fine. Um, some other moments I want to highlight from this tribal um, I really want to highlight how Malone was really giving it all his all yeah. up until his final breath in the game where he's saying, yeah, I, I, I'm worried about Braun. If they vote me out here, I don't see a winning brain. Um, yeah. Really kind of trying to make these, these, um, these three think of their long-term decisions, yeah. uh, think about the effects of them. And then pulling out the ultimate Hail Mary and trying to like cause some chaos. Maybe this could have happened before tribal. I don't know. But basically telling Keegan, like, hey, implying that they're bringing up his name, too, when Keegan's like, the conversations have all been about these two, even when the, when we're talking with these two. But yeah. kind of trying to plant that seed in Keegan's head at the at the final hour, being like, oh, yeah, there have been other names talked about, too, Keegan. I wonder who those names are. You haven't heard them. Um, some really impressive stuff from him. Yeah. Um, let's bring in Kristen and Malone now. Oh, I'm hearing a little bit of echo. I think that might that be coming from Malone, maybe. Can testing, testing. That, that is coming from Malone. We can hear you, Kristen. I think Malone's fixing his mic here, and I'll unmute him when he gives me the thumbs up. Um, Kristen, how does it feel watching back the season so far? Uh, honestly, it's so uncomfortable to watch myself in this game. Like, it's it's unbelievably uncomfortable, and I didn't think about this before I, like, you know, signed on to do it. But uh, it's been fun. It's like reliving a really interesting few days. So, yeah, it's been fun so far. 
Yeah, and, and I mean, worth pointing out again, this is all, all of, all six of these episodes so far have been a single day, and oh. it's been nonstop chaos the entire time, especially it, these two here. It's like a blur, right? That's the thing, like, especially now, because it's been a little while, so, like, I think for, for me, for sure, but probably for all of us, it's just been a blur, and it's hard to, like, remember exactly what you were thinking in some of those moments, but you do the best you can. Absolutely. Now, Malone, I don't think I'm being too controversial when I say it here. Likely the clear star of our pre-merge for this season. Someone I'll take it. Someone who has defined the pre-merge for this season. Gone <laughs> out here. Um, how does it feel to watch this episode back? Uh, it sucks so much. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, the worst part is none of it was a revelation. Uh, I, I wasn't like sitting you there. Everything going on, there's just nothing uh, to do about it. I, I wasn't like seeing these conversations being like, oh my God, that's what happened. It was like, yep, yep, <laughs> that's what happened. I'm sure you've been running that tape kind of back, back through your head the entire time. Non, nonstop, eight months. Uh, I could, I could break down everything I did wrong in every episode. We see a nice little uh, message from your, your final two at one point deal. Craig, I love you, Malone. Oh. I, I, I'm very happy. I was very happy to see Craig still bringing me up as a final two on the other tribe. I was <laughs> never ever gonna stab Craig in the back, <laughs> ever. The only one, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. want to ask you here because you brought it up at the start. Keegan brought it up, kind of, um, very beginning of this episode. He's like, "Well, you took out the right person because clearly she was gunning for you." With some retrospect, do you feel the same way? Um, because that was all you. That was your decision to make, whether yeah, take out yeah. Kristen, uh, Willow, or Taylor. I think potentially taking Kristen or Taylor out might ended up being a better idea in the long run, because it would have been more. It would have been easier to get the other two brains to flip on Willow. I think. Um, but that's still a really big if. It's hard to say, and I'm really glad that I took out Willow because of how salty she was about it. Um, yeah, so I would, I would never change that in, in under any circumstance, even if it guaranteed me like final three, no chance worth yeah. it. Kristen, we saw you here pretty steadfast. I want to take out Malone. I want to keep Sydney. Can you talk us through kind of that decision-making and why you felt that way? Well, mostly I felt that Malone would more be with Keegan and potentially Taylor and that Sydney would more be with me. So really, like for me personally, that's what it came down to. Um, I also felt that like moving forward, you know, we see a strong brawn tribe just in general and they're going to meet up soon. We know that. Um, and I thought that Sydney might have a spot to be able to like try to help me pull me in a little bit and protect me a little bit moving forward. And I didn't feel at all that Malone wanted to do that or would be an ally for me in the game. So I just, yeah, I mean, I think it was the right move for me. Was it the right move for everyone? I don't know, but like for me personally, like, yeah, it was pretty like solid on wanting to keep Sydney. And even like from the very moment, first moment we swapped, like she was, um, I was the first person she spoke to when we swapped and I felt like right away she like kind of gave me information that she didn't give other people because I, I think there was a clip that you showed that was um, like last episode or something of me asking Taylor if 
she had told him that or not, you know, to see kind of see like hadn't. what level of info and she hadn't. So for me, I felt like right from the start, whether she was really with brains or not, I don't know. But I felt that like from the moment we kind of met in the game that I could have something with her moving forward. So, so yeah, for you, it was less about her potentially bringing a, uh, having a bridge into the bronze or to protect that larger number kind of going into the merge. It was really just about that singular relationship that you had with her and trying to protect that because you saw it as an asset moving forward. Yeah. And I mean, I saw it as an asset in conjunction with her relationship with the rest of the bronze too, you know, and obviously like if we were, you know, if we didn't have to vote Malone off and the five of us were moving forward together, like that moving in, we would have been like head to head with the bronze, you know what I mean? And trying to figure out how to flip over on them. But I really felt like with, um, Sydney in the game still in this situation that she might be able to create some room for me with the bronze. Mm -hmm. So so let's say we have a hypothetical world. In this hypothetical world, you guys know it's puzzling right away. You get the puzzle. Latrins goes to Tribal Council. Quite clearly, likely votes out Katie. Malone and Kristen, how likely is it that you two work together at this upcoming merge? <laughs> I feel like I'm not the one to ask. <laughs> Malone, would you have wanted to work with, with Kristen, or would you have potentially looked at jumping ship with Craig over to these brawn people? Um, my, my, my plan A always was um, to work with the Brain Tribe, um, ideally without Sydney there. Um, uh, and there, I don't know, there's a chance I would have followed Craig, um, depending on what he had working over there in the other tribe, but yeah, my goal was always to reunite belligerents and team up with Brains and, and pick off at least a few brawn. That was kind of my intention, yeah. Kristen, I think... in this theoretical world, Malone and Kristen are both still in the game, or Malone and Sydney are both still in the game. How does that impact? Um, like, like if we were all able to, like if we were all able to move forward? All five of you make it yeah. forward. Um, I... How do you Honestly, yeah, I mean, I was at that point grasping for any connection I might have because um, I was looking at the numbers and like I knew that I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was solid with Katie on the other tribe at all. So I knew like meeting back up, that wouldn't necessarily be a strong connection for me personally. And I know Malone, we didn't really have a chance to work together, but I did, you know, spend some time talking to you and everything. So I really, I think moving forward, I would have been on board to like do that and have those conversations and figure out how to make it work. But it was just the, you know, situation that we were in. There was no real room for that because I just felt better with Sydney, obviously. So <laughs> gee, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have pulled all those idols. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Kristen, I'm curious about um, about that conversation that you had with Keegan where you were like, well, you want Sydney gone. I want Malone gone. Like, you know, and, and Keegan talking about having a shield in the game and being really honest about like keeping someone in that was going to protect, you know, protect him and keep him out of the limelight. I'm curious, like how that conversation felt for you and like what that was like. Um, yeah. You know what? With the, the leader. Uh yeah, like Keegan and I have played together before in some online reality games. So um, I From feel like I know. experience, they play together very well. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, For context, Keegan, Chris, and I were all in the final three of an online game together. They made it to the final two, and I did not. <laughs> but for the record, my boyfriend was in the final four. Correct, yes. So anyway, um, yeah, so I know Keegan well, and I like – 
I wanted him in this game because, I mean, you can even see in these episodes um, already, there's been some heat around around him and, and around me, like even from probably more my relationship with him than anything. But, um, you know, I, keep, keeping him in the game was good for me because people are always going to go, you know, for him over me. So then doing something that helps him to stay in the game is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have always had really like rational conversations about the game so it's not like like I knew that he was listening to me he knew that I was listening to him and we were just I think able to kind of cut some of the bullshit and be like hey this is where we're at and we're in we have different opinions so let's go talk to Taylor and figure out what he wants because we know we're allies so we're going to figure out the best move for us as a group and yes I will push for what I want but would I have gone with what they wanted if it was different yes absolutely 100% I'm a good ally what can I say yeah yeah, that's fair. Well, and that's important for your own survival in the game, right? Like the collective piece is so is so important. Yeah, that makes sense. You you kind of brought this up a little bit, Kristen, but from from literal episode one, we saw you and Keegan be targeted as this pair from the Braun tribe. Um, how did it feel kind of walking that back and realizing that, oh, hey, we're being talked about right away, even by people who aren't on our tribe? I yeah, I found that kind of crazy. Like there were only so many people in the game that would even know know much of that, but I knew it would be in the mix. I knew that um, people would know about it. I actually hoped, like I was glad we started together because if we didn't, I think that that relationship would have been something that would have hurt both of us. And we were able to kind of, you know, work together with it and not, um, you know, have it work against us right off the bat. But um, yeah, kind of crazy to see how quickly that happened because I really, I was like, I know barely anyone in this game. I'm going to be just such a nobody. It's going to be great. I'll just chill and, you know, fly under the radar. And then it's like, oh, my name's already been thrown around by people. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> right. I, I just want to say, there, uh, Kristen, you had a confessional, I think last episode, um, where you were saying how how much conscious effort you're putting into lowering your, your threat level and, and trying to make it that you're, I was totally like, I bought it a hundred thousand percent. I had no idea of like the relationship of you and Keegan working together before and ORGs. Um, and I was totally just like, yeah, Kristen yeah. and Taylor, they're just along for the ride on this one. Like they're not, they're checked out. I was totally convinced like uh, no, no clue that how hard you were playing and, and, Oh, uh, I, I, I how far that. ahead you were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. And I think even um, there was some there was some lost footage of like my first night, like, you know, introduction confessional kind of where I was like, all right, I'm going to just pretend I know nothing, pretend I'm really bad at all sorts of things and play up like I'm going to wear like wear pink specifically because I want to be seen as like a girl who isn't taking this seriously. And I, I just, I want to do all these things and I, I think I, I did it. So yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Cause I'm pretty sure on one of the podcasts, I was like, Kristen's pink sweatsuit. I'm really appreciating it. I'm like, that is the person I would want to hang out with. Winning you, cool. winning you fans and also lowering your threat level at the same time is yeah. a, a good place to be for a wardrobe choice. I even yeah. like specifically curled my hair before going out. Cause I was like, I want my hair to be curled so that I seem like I'm like, just, yeah, it was, yeah. it was a lot, a lot, a lot of thought. Honestly, great gameplay. Can't, totally. can't hate on it at all. Very, yeah. very impressive stuff so far. Um, one more question I wanted to ask you, Kristen, before we, we give both of you your chance to kind of say your last words here. Um, at the beginning on that brain tribe, we saw you and Keegan connect obviously very quickly, but we also saw Keegan and Katie connect very quickly. 
Um, is Katie someone who you didn't connect with very quickly because you saw her as a potential threat to that alliance, that close alliance that you had with Keegan, or just someone who you didn't gel with? Uh, I for sure saw Katie as a threat to my relationship with Keegan, like 100%. But also, it was weird. Like, I just felt like in the very early days of Brains, she and I just never got a chance to actually connect. It was like every tribal, Keegan was telling me what she was saying and, and telling her what I was saying. And we never got to have that actual conversation ourselves. So it felt like, I don't know if we ever had a one-on-one -on -one conversation until like later, you know what I mean? So it's like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, it's not necessarily that we didn't gel. It was a little bit that I saw her as a threat, but also um, we just, we didn't really connect. And I connected more with all of the other brains on the tribe. I worked really, really hard on both Willow and Taylor. Um, and they're obviously people I like as well, but I worked really hard to kind of make sure because I didn't think that I could necessarily um, build that relationship with Katie. So I wanted to make sure, cause we just never really spoke or connected or talked game or anything. So I wanted to make sure I had other people in my corner should, you know, something happen and Keegan choose between the two of us or whatever. I wanted to make sure I'd be okay. That's wise. Very Kendall, wise. anything else to ask Malone or Kristen here? Yeah, I was just going to ask Malone when we started, you said watching it back, um, you can see like a million different things that you like where the game kind of where the some of the some of the mistakes that you made. And so I guess if you could go back and change like one thing, if there was one part of your gameplay that you challenges could aren't included. Yeah, not, <laughs> and winning challenges definitely. Well, I would have been on the brawn tribe. That's what I would have <laughs> No, um, uh, it, like with in retrospect, knowing that I didn't need to not playing that first idol mm. would have been great to not do that because a it lost me the trust of some of the, the brain tribe members and B ultimately I would have really loved to have it a couple tribes, I, tribals later. Um, I still think that it was the right move because in my mind, there was no way that we're coming back to tribal council three more times before. Um, I think that was probably the biggest, like one moment mis mistake. Um, but beyond that, just like, I think, uh, maybe over, oh, this is going to sound mean. I know he's listening, but overestimating Keegan, um, <laughs> and maybe underestimating the other tribe members. Um, and it just kind of relying on him to do a lot of the legwork in relaying our conversation back to the other, the brain members. Um, obviously we saw both Taylor and Kristen say like, oh, I haven't really talked to Malone. Um, we haven't really talked strategy, uh, even though they were getting everything I was saying, it it does a lot more to, I think, build the relationship to actually have that conversation face-to-face. -face. Um, and that's probably the biggest lesson I learned. It's yeah. a really, really fast-paced game when, you're, when you only have 15 to 30 minutes in between tribals. And who you're picking to talk to can be a make-or-break decision, really, especially in these early parts of the game. And um, I don't think I really don't think that like I it's it's because the episode itself right like you you I feel like the episodes are longer than what the time actually is that you get to that you get to like talk with yeah. one another right yeah and so like it's a it's really quick and I think again like you know you don't know that you're gonna be uh, going to travel like three three rounds in a like in, in an after three times in an afternoon and I think that like yeah not talking directly to someone um in between uh, yeah or after a challenge uh like once you might be able to get away with but the fact that you you know like the just the, the time and the fact that it's so condensed i think uh yeah is really tricky to navigate 
Um, you played a great game, a very entertaining game. So yeah. Yeah. I think it goes without saying that we're talking to two extremely competent survivor players here. Malone goes out here, uh, but like I said, played a phenomenal game early, just happened to go to so many tribal councils and get a little bit swap screwed. Um, thank you both. Do you guys have anything to say before uh, I, I grill Kendall with a few questions heading into the merge here? No, all good. Awesome. Good, yeah. Thank you both for joining us. Have a great night. Thanks for watching, etc. Now, Kendall. Oh, hold on. I removed Kristen, not Kendall. Or I kept Kristen, not Kendall. There's Kendall. There we go. Kendall. Normally, I only have one question for you at this point, and that's player of the game. Mm-hmm. Or player of the week, I guess. Um, we're going to save that question to the end. I have two okay. other questions for you here okay. going into, into this next week here. I'm nervous. <laughs> so on the edge here, we have... Bomi, Justine, Greg, Conrad, Haley, Willow, and Malone. That's a full cast. This is a lot of people. Seven people. people. Seven pretty pretty good people. Pretty strong players. Who's making it back into the game? It depends. (laughs) It's the worst answer. I I mean, it really depends, I think, on what the, like, edge return situation looks like. I I don't think we have a lot of context. Challenge. Yeah. Heavily favors people with more cups. Okay. And also is a game of strategy and wits. Yeah, that's interesting. Then, I mean, I think that, like, we've seen... So, we haven't seen a ton of The Edge so far. We've seen a a little bit of it. I think that I'm... My okay, so I would love to see Justine return. Okay, as as I have said, I, I have made my stance on Justine very well, who clear. Who do you think's going to return? Do you think? But Justine's I think that. Return? But I think that. But based on that, like, so um, Bomi's been out the longest, and so has had the most opportunity to get cups, and we've seen that he's been able to, um, like, he's been pretty successful in the edge challenges that we've seen so far. And I think that, like, how hard he was playing the game. For reference, yeah, Bomi has 15 cups. The next closest player, I believe, has eight. Okay, <laughs> so then I'm correct in my uh, my a lot of cups compared to everyone there. else. Okay, and I mean, I think that based on based on um. The impact that he had on Malone, who has clearly been a very strong player in the game so far, in that one challenge when the uh, when they were uh, when the edge was playing with with everybody else, like I think um, he's uh, he's he's a he's a uh, thinking about like he knows the dynamics of the game and knows how to play them. And he's brain tribe. He's clearly smart. Yeah, and so I would say that that feels like the likeliest option um, given the context certainly- that I have. He's certainly the favorite going into this edge return challenge, but there is a lot of room for upsets as well. Mm. Moving on, I have a second question, and this question will stand for the rest of the game. Okay. Kendall, who of the 11 remaining players, you could be spicy and pick someone from the edge as well, is going to win Survivor Calgary Season 3? Do you want me to run through the the names of everyone left in the game? I've got the cast pictures up on my my screen. But yeah, let's hear the names so that it gives me a minute. I knew that this question was coming and still I have not not ready for it. So from the Latins tribe, we have the four bronze of uh, Eric, Chelsea, Connell, um, Shervin. Mm -hmm. We have two belligerents and Craig 
and Kayla, and we have the brand member Katie. That whole that tribe like uh, is still completely intact, which is unbelievable. But yeah, yeah. Sorry. from the boats tribe, we have Keegan, Kristen, Taylor, and Sydney. Yeah. Full stop. Okay. I mean, I think that, um, I think that Kristen's game, like, I think that Kristen's understanding of the game and ability to play the long game. And like, I think even maybe I'm just being influenced by this conversation in particular. That we He's just a very had. impressive survivor player. Yeah. But I, and I think that that knowledge can take you, take you really far. And I think she's, she has played a really strong game so far. And I think like my, I mean, my understanding of Survivor is, like, somewhat limited, but from what I can tell, like, laying kind of low in the first half of the game, um, being involved, being, you know, participating, but not being seen as a threat, I think not having a, not having a target on your back going into merge is, is, is an important, is an important factor, and so I feel like, um, I'm, like, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, Craig and Kayla and Kristen as players maybe Kayla's been a little bit more controversial in some ways and has been seen maybe like not pulling her weight so far been a little bit sneaky we saw some of that like really early on I don't know how much of that has like stayed with her throughout the game but those are some of my I think pick some one people... oh, no! <laughs> pick one so hard I'm I'm gonna say Kristen today. I'm gonna say it just feels right. Kristen. It just That's feels fair. right. Yeah. Oh, so I actually, as an exercise, when we went to bed that night, I also wrote down my winner pick at this point in the game. You did? Okay. My, and? my winner pick from a totally unspoiled Cole was Eric. Okay. And so why was that? Tell me more. I just thought he was he had very good relationships with everyone, and he seemed mm. to be on a side that might be a little bit more dominant come the merge. That That's was kind fair. of my reasoning. I thought he he understood the game very well, similarly to what you're saying about Kristen. So those are our two winner picks. Eric, okay. Kristen. It's on. They're and you know what? Honestly, I love I love a word game fan, right? Like I'm so I'm I'm on I'm on board with that. I would be I would be pleased with that win. Yeah. All right. Final question for you, Kendall. Yeah. Player of the week. Okay. Are you gonna my give me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Contains three people. Okay. It is uh, Keegan for ultimately deciding to cut an ally to stick with his larger group. Mm -hmm. It is Kristen for influencing that larger group to go the way she wanted to and keep her, her closest ally intact. Mm -hmm. And finally, it is Sydney, almost as a carryover from last week, where her strong social game has totally changed the tide of where she might be going in this game, and she's managed to survive um, through this tribal council as the lone member of the Braun tribe. Yeah. Okay. So I do think that, I do think that Keegan, um, did play a good game and it was, he, he like struck a good balance in, um, struck a good balance in like, uh, being clear and honest with his, with his teammates and the people that he trusted about what he was thinking without like pushing it too, too far. I think Kristen is playing an excellent game. Obviously I think she's playing it based on, based on the question number two, but I think that for two, for the second week in a row, I think I have to pick Sydney. I think that the like redemption arc is like, is it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's yeah. 
No one, like, that first tribal council, no one expected her to make it this far. No, no, not at all. And like, and to make it this far with, and like, are we really going, like in a really strong position heading into the merge where she has like a lot of options, I think. She's for, friends with everyone over on the Braun yeah. tribe. And she has these connections that she's formed on the Boast tribe that no yeah. one else on over on that side will have. Just like so much social capital going into it. And again, we have seen, that she's also clearly like a thoughtful player that knows how to like keeping keeping her idol hidden and not sharing that information like she knows how to keep secrets she knows how to play the game in like a measured way i think that's going to serve her really well moving forward and so i think just like the the redemption arc kind of coming to we see the other end of the rainbow or whatever for sydney uh this episode and so i think uh, i think she's the player player of the week yeah. I, and her name was I thrown think, around. I think I likely like, would have gone with Kristen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I fully, fully understand the Sydney pick here. I think she's a very deserving two-time player of the week so far here. Um, Kendall, we are off next week. We are not talking to each other next week. We don't have too much to discuss with the Edge return other than, hey, this person's back in the game. Yeah. Um, but we will be back on, I believe it's May 7th, um, after... A very, very spicy merge episode that I can promise you. I think I'll go on the record and say it is the favorite episode of Survivor Calgary slash Wipers I have ever edited. I think it is phenomenal. I'm really excited for it. Um, Kendall, do you have anything to say before we uh, we bid the audience adieu? No, I'm going to miss you. Two weeks is so long. So long. (laughs) Yeah. How about you? Anything that we haven't covered? Anything, any final, you know? I don't think so. We've been talking for 15 minutes longer than the episode lasted. So (laughs) I think we've covered pretty much everything. Kendall, great to talk to you. I will miss you also, my season two earn buddy. Uh, And we'll uh, we'll talk in the future for sure after a very exciting merge episode. Sounds good. Okay, bye, Cole. See you later. Bye.